Hello and welcome to uh, today's podcast. Uh, you may hear audibly thinking, that doesn't sound like them in the studio. That's because we're not right now. We're not in the studio, we're in our little kitchenette here on the first, or third floor actually, of uh, One Golden Square. The lovely people of Goo have heard us bang on about how much we like their pudding so much that they've sent Richie and I a... Was it a hot pud each? It is a hot pud. It's a new flavour, apple and salted caramel. I'm sure it'll be a favourite with uh, the likes of uh, Leona. But I genuinely love salted caramel as a flavour, so very excited about this. Uh, so the specific instructions are, and that's why we're in the kitchen. You'll understand why we're in, you know, you wouldn't want us to be um, not concentrating whilst we're talking to you. So let's just do this now. 35 seconds, take the metal lid off the top. How, how have you done that and it not riffing one? <laughs> that's really annoying. Uh, there we go, that one's done. And then the second one. Here we go. The tops are off. Both, both our tops are off. <laughs> it would be good to say at this point that this is actually bespoke material for the podcast because this isn't going to go out on air. This is only for you guys. Are you good with this microwave? I am. I'm good with this microwave. Microwave, many a uh, Cornish pasty in here. I always, go, I always go 10 seconds over whatever they tell you. you well, they've said 35 seconds over. I'm going to go 50. That can be yours. Here we go. I fancy still having some roof of my mouth left. Here we go. Start. Oh, it's a silent microwave, isn't it? I know we're here to talk about the goopers, but... It's quite calming overall, isn't it? Pan- Panasonic, we're impressed. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, unfortunately, because of obviously the situation that we're in at the moment, there is no cutlery in the building. So we have to use wooden, tiny wooden spoons that are just like... You remember when you were a kid and the doctor used to put a wooden uh, spatula on your mouth to have a look at your tonsils? Mm. It's like two of them. That's what we've got to eat with. I won't be using a wooden spoon because it's exactly like what you said about the doctor's surgery, so I will be improvising with a Tesco club card. No, 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 no. We, get that, we, we can't be doing that. That's, um, that's end-of-days stuff. <laughs> that's, uh, that is end-of-days. <laughs> oh, hold on a minute. It's actually bubbling up. I'm going to... Whoa, yes. 35 seconds turns out was right. Whoa, that is really hot as well. Look at that. It's um, slightly crisping on the top. I'm going to use a uh, napkin to take this out, which, of course, is uh, the official. Got to say hot food coming through. I'm going to put mine in now, and I might do mine for 35 seconds that it says on the cardboard packaging. But I might have to ask you, how do you do this? Okay, so we go... Uh, uh, Hi... We do five minutes. No, no, I'll have 40 seconds, thank you. 40, and yeah, start. There we go. And I'll take mine out with five to go. I'm a rules man. Hope you're enjoying this. I mean, if this, if this works well and you guys kind of like it, um, maybe we could microwave other stuff at the beginning of, uh, of the podcast. Let us know. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. What would you like us to microwave? And you've gone for the, the classic actual time on the back. I never do the time on the back of anything. If it's You'll pizza, remember. add a bit more, oven chips, double it. You know what I mean? I am one of life's uh, rule adherers. I'm a rule breaker. <laughs> right, nine, eight, seven, six, five. Bosh, out it comes. Whoa. Do you want 35 seconds. I think you should find that mine should be okay because it's... What it says on the package. Producer Adem said to leave it for another 30 seconds after it comes out because of the volcanic heat. Okay. Well, we'll do that. I'm going in. Go for it. Yours has been longer than 35. Go. Let's have a look. Nice consistency, nice colour. Oh, it's marvellous. Now, you're only taking the top off that, though. Surely you've got to get the whole. That's it. It's more that. like it. Really good. Okay. So Quite hot, but really good. That's because you did it for double the time. Mm. Okay. Oh, that's good. That's good. Give it a good blow. Oh, oh, that's good. There's a hint of apple. Tiny little undercurrent of um, 
like an apple's just driven past your house. Yeah. Seatbelt went into the back seat of the car. It's got a whiff of an apple crumble, but not the crumble. It's it's kind of like a moist apple sponge, but the dominating partner in the relationship is the salted caramel. I think it's a, it's a hit. Um, we don't want to take up any more of your time and get in the way of the show you're about to hear, but we'll just leave you with this. It's a hit. If you want us to microwave anything else, get in touch. Here's the podcast. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. I don't want to slide where you are. The weather here is... I don't want to use bad words on the radio. It's stinking. It's filth today, isn't it, the weather? It is grim. It's bleak. It's grey. It's wet. It's windy. It's oh. not nice. We need cheering up. So that's exactly what we're going to do. We are halfway through the week. We're downhill to the weekend. It's Hump Day Wednesday. So let's have your good news. Here's some good news for you to start things off. We've always said this show is for the people, by the people, for the people. For the people. And by the people. Uh, do you remember we discussed uh, about getting some new uh, hometime merchandise because the boss said that there was a very small budget available? Yeah, we were supposed to get told off on Zoom conference call and then we got told off, but we also got told we had a bit more budget. So it was kind of like swings and roundabouts, really. So here's some good news for you, and we can't tell you too much, but here's some good news. An order has been placed for 50 branded items, all right? And you'll find out what they are when they are with us. We're very excited. It's very a limited, limited run, limited edition. They're for you. 50 of them. It's been placed. It's exciting times. We know that you're going to want to get your hands on them as soon as you see them. So consider these like limited edition, because 50, you're going to fly off the shelves. Yeah. Absolutely fly off the shelves. So that's some good news to start us off. Whole point this first hour of the show, stay positive. The news can be a bit of a nightmare at the moment, so let's just, just have good news only, please. You can get in touch, 8, 12, 15. You can tweet at Absolute Radio. My personal good news mm-hmm. is to do with my nostrils. Right. But I can't tell you until after 5 o'clock when we're going to be revealing all. Now that's got me intrigued because I, I wasn't aware of a problem with your nostrils. I am absolutely over the moon with me nostrils. Wonderful. <laughs> but I can't tell you until after five. Here we are trying to be all positive. We've just set this up and then I get a message from home saying, really sorry, your two cappuccino glasses have just caught, have fallen out of the cupboard and smashed. Oh my word. <laughs> I'm trying really hard to be positive. but Balance it. Oh, it's a balance it, it with right. some good news. Okay. And really, to be fair, and I don't want to take issue with your wife Natalie about this, but she shouldn't be texting bad news during the good news hour. That's a very, very good point. <laughs> she should, she'll be listening to the show. Yes. No, no, I wouldn't be wanting to hear this. Exactly. Bradley says he's picked up his suit from the dry cleaners earlier today. He'd accidentally left a tie in the pocket, which the kind owner of the dry cleaners has dry cleaned for free. Angela says, I did a 60-mile challenge for September for cancer research and completed it today. I'm very proud of myself, as I could just about run a bath a few months ago. Good on you. Carol uh, has sent a picture of her holiday in Turkey and says, I've got the pool all to ourselves right now. It's so quiet. Oh, I love that. No, I mean, I'm thinking back now to when you went on holiday, yeah. donkey's years. Do you remember that, holidays? I do. If you got off a little bit early and got the pool, that was nice. Although, when we went on holiday to Greece, this is about two or three years ago, you know, that it's always the people think it's the Germans who bagsy uh, beach, you know, beds and all that kind of stuff. It's the Brits. <laughs> We're the worst at it. That whole German thing's a smokescreen. We're the worst. Uh, Sandra says, I've been wanting a new piercing for six months and I finally got it today. I'm so happy. This is a good point. My eldest daughter, Erin, one of her, uh, like she's had her ears pierced, but one of them has closed up. I don't know how people get this done. It's so no. painful. But she's been waiting for ages to get that done to balance them back out again. So, hooray for piercings. Uh, Gordon, what is your good news? Oh, well, I've bought myself a Volkswagen T six van to convert to a camper. So I had my roof fitted last month and today I'm going to pick it up to see my new windows. 
Yeah. Now, you, yeah. I'm looking at a T6. So, ah, oh, right, OK, so that, it, but sure, no, this is, this is the, the Volkswagen Transporter. I always fly like my van. I've got yeah. one of them. Yeah. I find if you want to oh, yeah. flatten the roof down, just get yourself stuck in a car park <laughs> in Essex. It seems to do the trick. That's, that worked for me. Yeah, I'm going to... I'll Facebook you a picture when I get to my parents to see it all done. Good lad. Well, look out for that. That's Something brilliant. to look forward to later in the show. <laughs> um, you're doing all this yourself. That's a brave thing to do. No, there's a little company just up for my parents, uh, just past Grand Hatch, called Tent Hot Top. There's a little plug for them. Yeah. Uh, and they're doing, they've done the roof for me and they've done the windows, uh, but I'm going to do the rest. All, all I will say, all I will say is just be careful if you're at work and you're Googling Kent Hot Tops. <laughs> it's dicey. Do you know what I mean? Wait till you get home. Thanks, Gordon. Some of your good news is of it's it's right up there. It's very obvious good news. Some of it at first sight you're thinking, what is that good news? Helen says, my skip has finally been collected. <laughs> the neighbours were starting to grumble. As somebody who had a skip near their house over the height of summer, I can tell you those neighbours would have been starting to grumble. Uh, and that is amazing news that a skip's fine. That is not something that you want nearby. But you get to... Is it all right if, if one of your neighbours has got a skip and then you can, like, chuck maybe a coffee cup if you're walking by into No, it. I don't think it is. Oh, a couple of plazzy bags or something like that. It's everyone's skip, isn't it's it, really? It's not everyone's skip, but that's the thing. It becomes everyone's skip and everything goes in there and it's, that, that's not good. But then he, I can remember over the summer, like, doing a barbecue and having, like, you know, having someone over and you'd be apologising for a smell from a, a skip over a fence. It's just like, oh, it's grim. So, Helen, that is great news. Very pleased for your neighbours. Hodgie says, I moved to Texas in February for work and my wife finally arrives next week. She wasn't able to travel due to the pandemic. Oh, blimey. It's like the olden days. You know, like in the uh, 1700s when you were on the frontier and you'd write daily and then send for someone yeah. when you're all settled down. Good on you. Uh, should we go to the phones? We've got good Michelle on the line. Michelle, got good news? What's going on? Yeah, my heating got fixed today. It's only been not working since before Christmas. Wow. Well, now, that's an interesting thing you've had to say there because if it's not been working since Christmas... Uh, that suggests that you were getting it fixed ahead of turning it on. Because, I mean, who would have turned their heating on already? Yeah. <laughs> it's a leading question, but you have to answer. Uh, no, we, with the, as you say, Mordor outside, I've got a feeling we're going to be putting the heating on soon. OK, just um, just double-checking the date again. It's, uh, what is it? September, what? Bush. It's, it's still September, isn't it? Unless we've got, I mean, sometimes we get these things wrong. It's still September, isn't it? And it's still September until tomorrow. Uh, but it's a valid point. But it's also, if I look at my calendar, uh, still British summertime. It's still, yeah, still summer, isn't it? Um... Yeah, we have had the autumn equinox, though. Well, I don't want to argue about it. People always throw the equinox back in. (laughs) (laughs) Look, it's great news. You've got your heating fixed. Ready for December. Ready for December. Thanks, Michelle. Take care. Uh, We spoke about skip etiquette. Sarah is on the line. She's got in touch uh, with a skip story for us. Uh, Sarah, Sarah, far away with your skip story. Yeah, my ex and I had one outside our house many, many moons ago. And, uh, yeah, one evening, my, my one of my friends who lived, like, literally 100 yards away, he decided to come and throw all of his, like, old tyres and a bunch of old rubbish uh, into it. We came out the next morning, and we lived here, and we were like, 
it's not ours. That's, I'm sure that's from Tony's house. That's, that's definitely not ours. So um, I, I sent her a message. I said, here, did you, you, you put your rubbish in my skip? And he was like, oh, yeah, I hope you don't mind. And I was like, well, I did actually. I'll just put it back over your wall. <laughs> my word, so you, do you chucked it all back over your neighbour's wall? Oh, well, yeah, he lived down the road a little bit, so we had to uh, get out of the skip and then wander down the street with it. We probably looked a bit daft at half seven in the morning, but, you know. Hey, do you know what? It's Gloucester. These things happen. We, it surely is, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And, and anything goes here, really. <laughs> and, hey, look, it's your money, it's your skip. Absolutely. My money, my skip, my rubbish. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, l- listen, I went to the barbers this morning and what started off as a terrible, quite a bad thing ended up as a revelation. It's been a real... Uh, we mentioned Road to Damascus the other day on this show. Mm. It's been a Road to Damascus U-turn for me today and I just want to let you all in on this. So Hudson and Son Barbers, just a little name drop there, Leon C.S., my local barber shop around the corner, uh, and uh, the fella, Brad, the barber who does my hair, was cutting my hair, finishing up earlier on today, and uh, out the blue, he pulls his comb out and trims me eyebrows. Right. Which... Made me feel like a right old man. Do you know, because I remember when I was a kid, I remember sitting there in barbers waiting to get my hair cut. And you remember, like, seeing old fellas when you're little, getting their ears... You know, yeah. when old fellas have got hair coming out of their ears or <laughs> their nose and stuff like that. And it's like the BFG getting ready for the weekend. <laughs> and that's never going to be me. That's miles off. And then suddenly, bam, I'm getting my eyebrows trimmed by a barber out the blue. They didn't even ask me, because they'd obviously needed doing that badly. When I use my little eyebrows trimmer at home, they come off with a, a slightly different noise to any other hair on your body. <laughs> I've never had it done before. Mm. I, I feel slightly different with having them slightly trimmed, but it was absolutely mad. So that, I thought, was, was quite bad. I was feeling a little bit like, oh, I'm turned into an old fella. Then he did something which would normally make me probably feel even worse. However, it panned out completely differently. He asked me if I wanted my nostrils doing as well whilst I was in. With a strimmer? Not with a strimmer, but with wax. What? Brad asked me if I would like my nostrils wax as a free complimentary thing they've started doing at the barbershop. I didn't even know that was a thing. Well, this is it. Straight off the back of having your eyebrows done, I felt, I'm going to go and get me cagoule and go and get me, you know, go and get me pension. Do you know what I mean? Now, my knowledge of, of, of waxing, all right, with yeah. the old, you know, put the strip down and... The old stick in there. comes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How do you do that up a nose? Well, this is it. Do you remember the uh, um, the episode of Blackadder where he, and during the, the, the ghost fourth when he's trying to uh, pretend that he's gone mad by putting a pencil up each nostril and his underpants <laughs> on his head? Yeah. It's like that, but not the underpants. <laughs> Two sticks with what appears to be licorice on the end of them. Right. Warmed up, stuck up your nose. No! Check out the photos on our Twitter now, at Absolute Radio. Uh, you sit there for five minutes, and then the big lad who works there, the big muscle fella, comes over. <laughs> it must be just his job. You are kidding there's me. A, there's a guy that's really henching there, and he came over and he whipped them both out at once. Grimmest thing I've ever heard. But you should have looked at the end of them. I've never seen anything like it. Here's <laughs> the thing, right? I feel like a new man. It's a game changer. I, really? I, I, I feel like I can breathe better. You remember when Robbie Fowler had that sticker on his nose? I do. His big yes. old conk that allowed him to, to breathe better. I genuinely feel like that. It's a game changer. You feel a better person because I, of it. Because of it. What I thought might make me feel like an old man has actually made me feel like a new man. Stood in front of you right now. You do look fresh today. I feel, genuinely, I, I feel like I'm taking in more air. I've got a pack of Fisherman's Friends in my bag. I think if I have one of those, I might have an out of body experience. <laughs> 
Given the amount of air that goes up these big old nostrils. Okay, what have you had done that is a game changer? I'm going to move us from the nostrils to the ear canal. Microsuction, my friend. That is the way forward. So what, the thing you had done when we were with you? When no, we... that was your syringing, that was. So you got it done when we were there, yeah. and you never even owned up about the fact you've had elite level. Elite level. Microsuction that is sticking a, sticking a mini hoover down and getting that will take oh, you Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. You must be able to hear, like, uh, miles, like a wasp. I can move my head from left to right and get this right. I can hear, I honestly can hear the hairs on the back of my neck against my collar. That is amazing. Yeah. That's like... Um, it's game changer. Do you remember Manimal, the, uh, the <laughs> superhero could change his legs to different animals? It's like that. I don't know, I'm sure we had a hearing thing going on. Or let's just say Spider-Man, that's a better uh, analogy. With your nostrils and my ear canals, what a show. What a show we've got going on. <laughs> uh, this text says, guys, the breakfast show, the Dave Berry breakfast show, uh, Matt Dyson had his nose wax done on air a couple of weeks ago and it was hilarious. Uh, apparently he did a massive, incredibly girly squeal. Did you squeal? I didn't squeal at all. It didn't hurt at all. It was nothing. I'm clearly harder than Dyson. There's no two ways about it. That's interesting that Dyson's had his done recently because that, that would suggest that there is a nasal waxing season. There must be, yeah. Maybe there's a time maybe, and a place for maybe it. Maybe the nose hair grows more over summer. Who knows? It's a humidity thing. Ne- maybe this is the time to get it done, fellas. <laughs> Ronnie, what have you had done that is a game changer? Uh, yeah, ear candles. You know, like you said, you, uh, you said about the ear extraction. So I... Uh... <laughs> I'd actually previously just said about the ear candle ones. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so I'm aware of the ear candles. Do you, what do, you, do you put, like, a normal candle in your ear? You go and get candles from B&Q or Wix and stick <laughs> yeah, them in your ear? Yeah, big. Nah, they're, like, um, almost like a straw made out of, like, a paper. And then when you, you have to lay on your side and then you stick it in your ear and you set it alight at the end. And the idea is, is that the flame creates like a vacuum and it sucks the wax out. I can't imagine... Ronnie, you sound like the kind of guy that I can't imagine going into your local tie-dye shop and uh, Dreamcatcher <laughs> thing and asking for a hoppy ear candle or whatever they're called. <laughs> Who got you involved? My, uh, my missus uh, got me into it. She would be talking to me and I would be going, sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. This is the thing. Your ear candle is... It can be a game changer for some, but it is something that you've got to... I'd say you do need to be in some kind of close relationship. It's not something that anyone living on their own new, uh, would do to themselves. At the pub. <laughs> so you got the ear candles done just so you could get a free pass down the boozer. Yeah, essentially, yeah. And then when I'm not, and then when she thinks I'm not listening, I'm always listening now. <laughs> That's the downside. <laughs> Absolute Radio, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Bush and Richie with Home Time on Absolute Radio. One of us broadcasting to you with very fresh and clear nostrils Ooh, today. Feels so good. I have my wast- wastrels next. <laughs> it's affected your speech, my friend. <laughs> I have my wastrels next. <laughs> uh, asking you, I have my nostrils waxed. Uh, asking you, what, what have you had done that is a game changer? Andy's on the line. Have you had something done that was a game changer? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was um, time I was in holiday in Turkey and... Uh, my girlfriend suggested I have my feet pedicured, which I'd never thought of doing before. So, I had a few drinks and I thought, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> let's do this. I'm not sure people normally have to have drinks to have a pedicure. <laughs> Ducks yeah, courage. Well, I'm tickly, so it helped. 
So this poor woman had to attack feet that hadn't been looked at in years and <laughs> oh my god, the, the sweat was actually coming off her and she was shaking out her galactic acid in her arms because of the cheese grain in her feet. And it was just wild. But honestly, afterwards, wow, it was like brand new feet. <laughs> wow, so it was technically a game changer for you. Absolutely, Dad. I get it done more often now. And Andy, you are now a mobile pedicurist, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm double jointed and do it myself. There you go. There's a nice metal image. <laughs> Cheers, Andy. It's good to talk to you. Oh, we're all being enlightened this evening. Uh, Jim's hanging on. What's your game changer? It, uh, bolster pillows. It's not having something done to myself, but it's actually uh, a game changer for the sleeping habits. OK, now, uh, are they those pillows that women have when they are pregnant and they want to sleep better in bed? Is that what that is? That's exactly what it is, yeah. My wife was uh, pregnant with our second child and was, was struggling to sleep, so she got herself a uh, bolster pillow. And then after the birth, it just sat on top of our normal pillows across the bed for months. And uh, I just kind of, uh, <laughs> I thought, well, what, you know, what are we going to do with this? Can we get rid of it? And then I kind of, uh, you know, thought, well, I'll try sleeping with it one night. I mean, she seemed quite happy with it. And my goodness me, it's a game changer because my knees don't fit together. So I can't lay on, <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't lay on my sides. So you, you lay on your back and then you're snoring, so... I always have to have quilt between my knees and. So, um, <laughs> Jim, there's there's a couple of types of bolster pillow that I can I can picture. There's there's your one that is like a great big padded giant V, yeah. And then there's your faux one that's like a wedge of cheese. Which which one are you talking about no, here? This this one is like it's like a normal pillow. Yeah. But if you you can if you can imagine it's about five foot long, so just shorter than you. Yeah. So your, your feet go on the end, and it's like a normal pillow, so you can get feather, you can get synthetic, um, and it has like a pillowcase, you have to buy a special pillowcase. So, so you, when you're in bed asleep, you hug this like uh, Miley Cyrus on the wrecking ball type thing, <laughs> holding on to it. Exactly, yeah, I, I think of it like a, a big, a wide girth um, uh, fireman's pole, like right. you go down a fireman's pole, you put your arms around it, it's between your <laughs> knees, it's between your feet. And you just hug it, and my wife is kind of gets a bit annoyed with me. Sleeping <laughs> with two people, <laughs> she'd rather you be uh, doing that to her. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And it's just you know, it's much nicer. Your, your knees don't rub together. Your what is it with your knees, nice. by the way? You've mentioned these a couple of times. What happens with your knees when you sleep? <laughs> they're just they're, they're knobbly, and they don't. They've never fit together very well on my sides. And I want to see you walking down the street, Jim. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, honestly, it's a game changer. Try it, guys. It is amazing. It is honestly, you 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 you'll mock you'll mock me, but then you'll be coming on in a few weeks going, I've never had a good night's sleep. If like it's that. come across that we're mocking you, Jim, we're, you've you've <laughs> taken us the wrong way. <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not Home Time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Bush and Ritchie with Home Time making eye contact with you with the lights. Oh, oh, you know what I mean. At the traffic lights on a Wednesday night. I knew what you mean. Yeah, sorry about that. It's my new nostrils. I feel like I'm getting too much air to my brain. <laughs> you are getting too much air to your brain. You're getting too excited. What you need to do, you need to calibrate the amount of air intake through your nostrils through these de-waxed vassals. <laughs> Vassals? What's that? Vessels? I feel like we've had a drink. <laughs> I feel like me and you have had a drink. I apologise. 
I can deny that we have. It's, look, it's just home time on a Wednesday night, yeah? Here we go. Look, the outrage that I was feeling last night when I was watching the telly has subsided, but there was a big outbreak of small screen outrage when I was watching Bake Off. Now, first of all, if you haven't seen Bake Off from last night, I'm not about to mention any names. Mm, Richie went and ruined it for me. But I do hate <laughs> I do hate the fact that there are still people who would moan 20 hours on about, oh, spoiler alert for Bake Off. It's Bake Off, it's Channel 4. You've got four, I reckon you've got four hours. So you've got four hours either side of a programme. And beyond that point, if you've then listened to the radio and you're trying, you've taped it, that's your own problem, isn't it? But anyway, look, Anyway, that's fine. No names about to be mentioned, but there was a bloke who should have got kicked off last night and didn't. Two episodes in, he's been universally useless yeah. on all six of the challenges he's done so far. But, like, so far behind everyone else that's on there, to the point that I'm getting annoyed. Like, he's taking up the space of a decent baker. So why have they kept him in? They must have kept him in for a reason. I think they've kept him in for comedy purposes. Oh, you so know, he's so bad, he's such a calamity. So bad that you got this fella. It's kind of, oh, let's see what this fella's doing. And last night, I was like, oh, well, at least he's going to be, gone. He's gonna be on, gone by the end of this show. There won't be any solution. Can't you vote him off? Is there any voting? Sadly not. It's all in the can, isn't it? Oh. There's no voting in it. Wow. And he wasn't gone at the end of the show. And when Paul Hollywood is going up to him at the end with a big Hollywood embrace going, no more excuses, this is your last chance. I'm stood there in the lounge going, this show's a joke now. <laughs> I'm never watching again. I'm done with it. Fuming. Well, I will watch again next week because I've calmed <laughs> down. But the thing is, you will never forget that outrage you get. To, there's something about the small screen that brings on outrage. I think it's because it's in your lounge. I, You're getting violated in your lounge. That sounds like an interesting Friday night. <laughs> no, I, I, normally, I normally find if you get told to calm down by your other half about someone on telly, you know that you've overreacted to something which is really, in the grand scheme of things, bearing in mind what's going on on the planet at the moment, yeah, yeah. It, it's completely inconsequential, but you do get caught up in, which is the, one of the great things about TV, you get caught up in the moment, don't I, you? I call it small screen outrage. Do you suffer from it? I do. I'm a big fan of the Hotel Inspector series. Right, yes. I, I, I've got a massive crush on Alex Polizzi right. who is the hotel inspector and I love her programme and I think that the stuff that she does is brilliant. I absolutely fly into a rage <laughs> when they use the final episode of a series to revisit them. Oh yeah. That's not a proper programme, that's just them having a lazy load of old clips and just going back again. I get Useless. The, I get the same CBBS 8.30 on a weekday morning if an episode of Justin's House yeah. is one that isn't fresh and it's just them going through a dream, dream sequence of loads of songs. They're doing loads of that at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back and look after. And you know, there's no audience in there or anything like that. They yeah. just filmed it at the end. I haven't paid my license fee for a best off, Justin. Yeah, come right. on. Uh, I saw your act out, Robert the Robot. <laughs> so, please, for the final hour of tonight's show, uh, uh, we'll we'll try and talk properly. <laughs> What are your small screen outrages? When did you fly off the handle just because you, I can't talk? We're just hanging in there at the moment. <laughs> 8, 12, 15 for your texts. Can I just say my own anger that I get when watching Match of the Day? I don't know if anyone else has, has cracked what I would call the code of Match of the Day, where you can tell by the way that the highlights are uh, edited that you know what's going to happen. Yeah. For example, if you see a substitute coming on... That's it. That means he's either going to score, he's going to get sent off, or something's going to happen. I feel like I can read now the language... <laughs> Language of match of the day. I've cracked it. Uh, Darren says his is the repair shop. He says, oh, surprise, surprise, more tears. I just want to see things fixed. If I was after a good, good cry, I'd look at Bolton's football results. This is it, a very good point. I think too many times now we're getting the old sob story thing. The X Factor's full of them as well, isn't it? Oh, we've got Jim on the line. Jim, what was your small screen outrage? Uh, back in the 90s when they changed Pippa on Home and Away. <laughs> 
<laughs> now I never watched Home and Away. I was I was a uh, neighbours guy. So what happened in Home and Away, and what was the, what was the Pippa change? Uh, I can just remember um, uh, the Pippa I know and love one day. I turned the screen on and. Uh, she was different. Jim, uh, as, a, as a regular Home and Away viewer back in the day, um, I will join you on this and say to Bush that, you know, sometimes where a soap, soap operas do sometimes change actors or actresses that are playing characters. But yep. the new Pippa was absolutely nothing like the old Pippa. It, yeah, was, it was ludicrous, wasn't it, Jim? I think I know. I think the penny's dropping here. I think I know the angle you guys are going on this. I see what you mean. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So what we're going to do now is we're actually going to go and uh, microwave up another... No, we're not. <laughs> No, we're not. We did talk no. about it, though. We did. Can you believe it? We already have one goo pudding, and we actually had a conversation about doing a second one during the course of the show. I wonder, because I'm not sure, because I think goo, they, those things are coming out on the shelves as, ASAP. I'm looking, I'm, yeah, confirmation, they're coming out soon. They're brand new. Wow. We've been quite giddy throughout the show tonight. I, at times, I've had an out-of-body experience. I'm wondering whether we were actually guinea pigs. That's not. That's an interesting point, isn't it? And whether those are ready for the shelves yet, and whether they're a little bit too high octane, <laughs> and the the people at Goo HQ are going to be like, uh, so the experiment is over, and uh, we gave it to two radio show DJs, and um, it's got to be toned down. It's just the uh, the apple, chocolate, and marijuana flavored goo pots <laughs> we've been having. It's, just, it's next level. Oh dear, oh dear. Okay, guys, you ready for this? One, two, three, four. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Let me hear you say. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. It's over. It's done.